All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of Casually Kicking It. I'm Ed. We've got Tom to my... What would this be? Oh, this way. <laughs> <laughs> what would this be? <laughs> to my right. Hey, do it. Do it I got Nate at the bottom and yeah. then Matt to the corner over there. Um, That's guys, funny. Uh, again, welcome to the show. Make sure you guys follow us on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and uh, YouTube now. Um, and please make sure you, that you subscribe and give us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Um, so let's go ahead and get started with the show. Um, who wants to go first? Who's got something going on today? Who wants to start it off? Uh, I will do. So I don't know if you guys heard about the uh, Madden EA license is coming to an end this year. And these oh, yeah, suck- I heard about that. Yeah. Yo, these side suck suckers here. They trying to renew their contract now. Like, yo, bro, can we just go ahead and renew now for another five years? <laughs> so they trying to go ahead. They trying to get that synced in. They don't want 2K to come back into the game to make simulation football games again. And so I'm praying, and I know this would be the wrong thing to pray for, but I'm praying that 2K gets back in the game. I'm so done with Madden. I I, I play because it's the only football game out there, and I can't get no other fix outside of that game because – you know, other games doesn't have the updated rosters, but I really hope that 2K gets back. Hopefully, but it's, it's going to come down to the owners because they, the owners have to come to the decision. Do they want to stick with Madden or do they want to open up the license for other companies to make simulation games? And to me, it doesn't make sense for you to be like, no, let's just stick with EA. Like, you can make more money if more companies get to make video games. So I'm hoping that they just decide, wise up because – when you win, I think Sony would be a good game to make a football game because they do really good with MLB. You know, Nate, you can speak for them. Something's in my eyes freaking bother me. But um, I'm actually crying because I'm actually crying because I really want 2K to come back, but something's really in my eye. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let, me, let me get myself together again. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> but for real, though, for real, I really want. Either two, I want Sony to really make one because I've been thinking about it. Like, what if Sony made a football game? What if anybody just made a football game that we can all choose from and get different options? Now, I wouldn't buy Madden unless they said, oh, this is what we fixed. This is what we're working on to improve the game. If they haven't done anything that says that, I'm just definitely not going to pick them up. But, you know, I, I just want you guys' thoughts on it. I know some of y'all don't really play Madden like that or play football games. But, you know, I just want to get y'all thoughts on it. When I work, what's on my eye? Honestly, as far as, like, certain sports games, I mean, what kind of improvement, you know, I feel like there's a limitation to the improvements that they can make. Like, honestly, it's game style format is going to be the same. It's just like, what, you're just looking for better graphics or little little additional things. But I feel like there's only so much room for growth in sports games because – it's going to look the same regardless. I mean, unless they change the whole play style to, like, the, the, the point of view that you're playing. I mean, whether it's 2K or, or Madden, I think it's going to look the same. There may be, like, five little differences in between. I mean, with sports games, there's only so much you can do, though, man. Okay, but, Nate, you buy MLB every year, right? For the no, most part. you buy. Year. But for the most I part, buy, you buy. I, do, I, I buy FIFA. I buy FIFA every year. Every year, okay, but they're the same game every year. But what is the thing? So what is the thing that draws you to FIFA the most? Is it the graphics or is it the gameplay? It's 
a little, a little bit of both. Uh, part, part of it, part of it is. I think it's being the being um, the fan of the sport too. No, not necessarily. The thing is with FIFA, they out of all the EA games, I think we talked about it. Like whenever there's an improvement on graphics for all the sports, it seems like it starts with FIFA first, and it may trickle down to the other games, uh, other sports as well. But with FIFA, they do change up the style because there's they add just enough additions to the game to make it, in my point of view, like worth getting because they add a lot more dynamics and mechanics to as far as what um, players can do. You know, like in, in football, you know, like if you start seeing guys making one-handed catches or playing a certain style or something like that, then they add that to the game to which a new feature that receivers can do, crazy one-handed catches or something. But when it comes to like soccer, there's so many crazy moves and so many ways they can kick the ball and stuff like that that they try to add that to the game to where there's so many players, I guess. It's just, I don't know, that's just my point of view, I guess. Well, I mean, like, okay, go ahead. I'll put in my two cents real quick because, you know, um, the I was a Madden fan um, from, from uh, you know, Super Nintendo days. And when uh, the Sega Dreamcast came out with 2K, I thought that that football game was amazing. Um, if you guys remember, I think Randy Moss was on the cover of the original, the first one. Yeah. Um, that game was great. And, and then I, I converted into a, a 2K football fan from then on. I, I thought that the, the players looked a little more realistic compared to Madden. I thought that they did better with injuries. Like if a, a receiver was running a route and you could see him actually like in the route, pull his hamstring and it like grab at his hamstring, you know, whereas in Madden, he gets injured, you know, it'll just tell you after the play is done. Oh, after he got tackled, like, hey, he's got a hammy, he's out. You know, I think that um, 2K did a better job on little specific things with football. And I would like to see both companies compete, you know, because when you have another company there, um, now you got to step your game up, you know. And I feel like sometimes EA with Madden, since they have no competition, they just kind of like go with the flow, you know? Um, they get the, complacent. The, exactly. So then the, every year, all you're getting is like a tweak here, a tweak there, but it primarily is the same basic game. Um, rather than having a competitor there to push you to, to make the game evolve in a, in a different form. As in FIFA, FIFA always is changing something like, the game mechanics obviously we know that because uh madden always ends up stealing some things away from fifa like game mechanics and things like just that. To, just to piggyback on what ed is saying really quick um the thing with fifa i think kind of going what you're saying the thing is when it comes to soccer um ea doesn't own all the rights because every time there's fifa then there's always a p uh a ps um yeah. So there's always that competitive balance that pushes both um, games to kind of, you know, step it up. And the thing is, they actually come, they come out, I think, I think I would agree, they come out around the same time. Yeah. yeah. Like whenever yeah. Pez and people come out, it's like a dead on competitive of which one is better. Because whenever I, I still get Game Informer 
every month and whenever they come out they put them right next to each other which one's better which one feels better which one looks better and stuff like that so they keep raising the bar every month all the time because of them <laughs> he's falling asleep dude look at that beep, beep, beep. <laughs> i don't play sports games anymore <laughs> Okay, well then, we'll take we'll take it to Call of Duty and Battlefield. You guys Ooh. play Battlefield, or play Call of Duty more than Battlefield because of what? Like, what draws you to Call of Duty more than Battlefield? Because I remember y'all was really big well, in the Battlefield. First I, of all, they, I think they do more Call of Duty games come out than Battlefield itself. Um, the things you could do in Battlefield are different than what you could do in Call of Duty. Um, now Call of Duty is making this whole, uh, uh, war zone is they're making it kind of like, uh, it's kind of like a combination of battlefront and Fortnite type thing. And, uh, that's the first time they've come out with this type of, uh, um, platform on the actual game itself. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very big, wide scale maps and you can. I mean, to me, it's like Fortnite to me. That's the, like, not the gameplay itself, but, like, just the environment. And it's like Battlefield. Battlefield, you can hop in a vehicle. You can go to all the way to the end of the map, things of that sort. They made it like that. Um, but I still, to be honest, and Ed will probably agree with me, I would choose Battlefield over Call of Duty or... Uh, to me, it's more realistic. Okay, you I, say um, Battlefield. Battlefield is more realistic. I'm I'm a Battlefield fan as well. I just don't like the um, the time frame that they have right now, uh, the period okay. that they're playing. But um, if you're asking me about both, I own Call of Duty right now. But the reason is is because um, it's 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 a modern. It, it's it's now in the modern kind of war frame mm -hmm. um, theme, uh, and and. I have all my friends playing it. So I play Call of Duty right now because of the friend aspect. I enjoy playing with my buddies. Um, the game's all right. And, oh, my God, I'm flicking the thing. Uh, the game's okay, and I enjoy playing um, the game, but I enjoy it more because of my friend. I'm playing with all my friends. Whereas Battlefield is um, – you have to have a, a, a taste for it. I think Tom's a fan of it. Certain people are a fan of it. It's more realistic. It's a little different. I think I don't think it's as fast paced as Call of Duty is. No. So um, a lot of the people that I play with on Call of Duty don't play Battlefield. So um, that's the only difference. Okay. So with, now the biggest thing that I took away from you guys said is more realistic. Now going back to the sports aspect, that's what we want from Madden is the game to be more realistic. There's things in Madden. There's no weight management, like there's no weight control. You can't a, a certain thing happens in a game and there's no weight involved. You don't feel the weight of this player moving, you know, and there's things, there's a lot of things that you can't throw the ball precision passing. If you throw the ball with this particular player, he's either gonna throw a pick or he's gonna throw a two fall out, or you know, or, or by God's grace, he catches the ball. You know, is it is it's too much going on in Madden that's unrealistic and the games like 2K5 and AP and all pro football 2k8 they made the game feel more realistic and they gave you that same presentation even though 2k8 is a carbon copy of 
uh, 2K5 just without the franchise mode. People still talk about this game today as the closest to simulation, realistic football you'll possibly get. And Madden's been in the game for years, and you're just getting the presentations where these guys are coming out, and you're getting all these, all these special graphic things that this game had back in 2008 that Madden is just getting now. Right. So you know what I mean? It's just it's 2K. The basketball game is selling good because it gives you both a solid gameplay, and it gives you like it makes you feel like you're watching the actual game on TV. If somebody who doesn't play video games came in and watched me play, watch this basketball game, they were like, is, is basketball on TV? Like, no, this is a video game. And when you people look at Madden, they're like, bro, is it, this is a video game because there's no way this dude's going to catch the ball in it. There's no way he's going to break six tackles and run for the end zone. It's just <clears> – <throat> and it's, just, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Well, so, um, I don't mean to interrupt you, but, I mean, we yeah, could be ahead. on this all night. We got to uh, keep it moving with the next thing. Um, anybody mm-hmm. else have something else? Because uh, we could do a whole episode on just Madden and football. And uh, well, the only I, I, I was going to say something about football, like real-life football. Uh, okay. Uh, I heard about um, – it's kind of funny. Uh, I heard the Jets signed Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- and then, he's um, competing they, for the starting position against uh, Sam Darnold. we finish this conversation, really. <laughs> he's going to be a backup. But oh, I know he's going to be a backup. The only other person I heard of, notable, notable for me at least, uh, Carlos Hyde, he went to Seattle. We went yeah. to we were so, looking at him. Devontae Freeman still a free agent. Um, I know somebody. Oh, Deshaun McCoy is a free agent. We're looking at him. Cam Newton is still a free agent. That's great. I don't Cam care Newton. about Cam Newton. I'm okay. Well, listen, we already had um, this conversation before about Cam Newton. I'm going to so. change the topic real quick because I want to get to this. Um, this is this is stuff that was been coming out within like yesterday. I think yesterday and and the day before, but. Um, uh, Warner Brothers is planning on spending twenty million to finish Snyder's cut of Justice League. And it's going to be on HBO Max, and supposedly he's going to have um, something else down the pipe as well. This so, is, is that a cartoon one? No, no, no the, the movie that came out that we the all went to go see that we thought was trash. Oh. It wasn't trash, but they're gonna, they're it could have been better. It, it, they're gonna they're gonna go they're gonna put twenty million in his hands to finish the project that he started. Okay. And, and um so that's a big deal. Um because I think he's got other projects down the pike with uh HBO Max, which is the new streaming site for HBO. Uh-huh. And they're they're pushing a lot of stuff, man, because they just got friends. Uh, from Netflix, which Netflix, uh, the the uh, contract ended with Friends uh, not too long ago, a couple months back, and HBO came in real quick and, and signed yeah. the contract to have uh, Friends on their streaming service. So that's the only where, where, uh, place that you can stream the show. But on top of that, Warner Brothers and DC are doing a lot of stuff with HBO Max. Mm. It, I- just piggyback. I also saw um, HBO Max. They just took another contract of a, a show I watch, uh, Big Bang Theory. HBO is going to oh, have really? Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Wow. So would you guys would you guys watch or get HBO Max to see this the the Snyder cut that everyone talks about? Uh, especially all the actors. They say if 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 the movie would have been the way that Snyder had it, it would have been a better movie. 
So there is what is it a remake or a second no, movie? Well, remember he was filming that movie and then yeah. he had to leave due to personal reasons. Correct. And jo- uh, Joss Joss Whedon came in to finish the film, mm. and so uh, Whedon put in a lot of his his thing take on there. it. Yeah. So he, okay. Supposedly he changed the movie and the vision that that Snyder had for the movie. So now So we're getting a full movie from Snyder. What his version of the movie should it would oh, be. I would I would definitely get because yeah, I would get it. In his supposedly rumor has it in his version we were supposed to get Dark Side introduction. But I mean that that would make sense. You know, you there is no big villain I was and this whoever this character was that came from Dark Side, like I don't really know him per se. And I don't think yeah. he's like I don't think he's a legit character, in my opinion. So, I, but I'm not a big DC person. So, for this person to come out of nowhere and we didn't even get to see Darkseid. So Steppenwolf? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it just, they push this character out there like that. I mean, I would watch it just so I can see the different version. Because, I, I, like I said, I honestly felt like the Justice League one, the second half of the movie did not feel the same as the first. Right. No. First, the, it started off dark and grimy, and then it ended up like the Avengers towards the end. I remember or, he's the one who added that that scene yeah. in the beginning too with Superman with the CGI too. That wasn't part of Snyder's uh, cut of the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely watch it just so I can get the real version because what we yeah. got was not the real version of it. So I just wonder, I wonder if with this Snyder cut, as far as how he's gonna do this, like it, it are, if they're gonna be reshooting a couple things yes. and. Yes. And if okay, so if they're gonna be reshooting this, I think this is probably one of the reasons why we heard the rumor about Henry Cavill coming back as Superman. Maybe Possibly. it was to maybe fin- I, maybe it was to finish off the Snyder cut, and you know, fingers crossed. Maybe if this finishes out the way it was supposed to, maybe Henry Cavill can come back and stay. You know, and then we can like move forward. Who knows? You know, I I, I think like if this movie. The, the Snyder Cut has enough success, you know, maybe we can push the Justice League the way it was supposed to, and I don't know, honestly, probably cancel out the whole Rabble Patterson Batman. That's just me. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll, I'll take, honestly, man, with everything going on, I'll take Ben Affleck, I'll gladly take Ben Affleck back for a Snyder version of Ben Affleck compared to what's going on with Robert Patterson right now, bro. Um, um Nate, did you have something to add to this week's episode? I remember we – I think you mentioned something. Speaking of Batman, um, DC. Um, right. Ruby I don't know Rose. Maybe, Ruby Rose as Batwoman. Um, I don't know. I haven't been able to see it. Um, but supposedly, like, she – when I suppose she quit after one season of doing Batwoman on DC. So everyone is like, what the hell happened? I, I was, to be honest with you, everything that CW does is, has not been good. I think The Flash no, is the only one that's been successful. Everything has made su- it. Supergirl is very successful on the CW. Um, yeah. Outside, outside of Flash and CW. Flash, Flash Arrow, uh, those were all hits. And, and Batgirl Wasn't was Smallville? Smallville, yeah. I mean, but Batgirl was supposed, <laughs> Batgirl was supposed to be the next big thing. And I think they had a lot of issues while filming this the first season. So I don't know. 
what transpired for her to 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 leave. Um, maybe it was personal issues. Maybe you know, it, it, you know it always it sometimes you just feel like it always comes down to creative, dude. Creative have one direction, and then they want to go a different direction, or the the character who's playing this role wants to take a different direction, and they have a falling out, and then you know, yo, I'm out, bro. I can't. I don't need. To, I don't need this. I can find something else to do. You know, there was a lot of bashing on her too because she was. Um, um, She's LGBTQ, right? Um, oh wow, really? Yeah, yeah. just because and, of that. Yeah, but the thing is, and so yeah, she was getting a lot of hate for. They were getting a lot of hate for that, you know. So, I, and I don't, I don't see why. Yeah, I think that's garbage. Again, I don't know. I think you know, Batwoman was supposed to be like Warner Brother at DC's like first openly um, gay or you know LGBTQ. Um, superhero and all that so that's why they casted her for that role so like when i know when it was starting everybody was excited and again i haven't seen it personally all i know is that it ended like two episodes early because of the coronavirus so they didn't finish it out completely but everyone says that this was like a shock so i don't know if she wasn't feeling it and she left for whatever reason but they're making it seem like nobody saw this coming like it had nothing to do whether the show was good or not or whatever issues were with the show but apparently she and, and just dipped i wouldn't know if the show was good or not i didn't watch it and i haven't kept up with like the ratings on that one um so yeah I, I don't know um it's hard to tell you know it's hard to say so i mean i i, I like i used to watch supergirl and I used to watch Flash, but I think after a certain season, I got, you know, I just got out of it. And I used to watch Black Lightning. I watched the first season of Black Lightning, and I was out after that. I was like, nah, man, I just, I don't really like the way CW puts out their shows and how they tell those stories. So I just kind of got turned off, and so I never went back and watched it. So I, I can see possibly they went down the same route as they did everything else, which would probably turn me off in the end from the same thing, you know. Um, I don't know, it just it's it's a lot, dude. CW has a lot of shows coming out there, and it's probably just all just recycled stuff. And sometimes you want to do something different. And when people just want to go down the same formula, they, I don't want to do this anymore. I Swamp Thing was the last thing I thought that was good, and I got canceled after the first season. I, I thought that, that was real. That, that was, was real good. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people liked it, and and it just didn't. I don't think it got the push that it was. It should have, and, and it wasn't even on WCW. It was on no. DC's network, dude. So it was like, dark. Yeah, it was darker. That was darker yeah, show. Just think if like they would have just took Batgirl and put it on the DC DC universe, maybe that would be completely different. Like all these shows that CW does, <laughs> take it from them, take give it back to D- DC, let them do it in their own studios, and let's see the difference. Yeah, I agree. You know what? You know what? Yeah, Matt just kind of gave me an idea. He probably brought up a point. So if you think of like um like Batman, right? Or Bat or Batwoman, maybe maybe it wasn't maybe the character or the story wasn't as dark as it needed to be, you know? Because somebody who's like dark and gritty, they maybe they needed to be on that um that same network that um well, the didn't, they, was didn't they do Gotham? Yeah, but the thing is, Gotham, Gotham was about, dark. Like, but Gotham wasn't on the CW. That was Fox, no? I think. Oh, I think it was CW, though. Well, no, it was Fox, bro. It was Fox, man. 
Was it? Okay. Yeah, like, I, 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 I think it's like with, with the CW, they could only get so greedy or, or so dark and all that. So when you try to take a dark character, it's like taking an R-rated character and putting him in a PG-13 version of it. Yeah, you have Wolverine. Yeah, like you have to dial everything back and then you don't get the full authentic character and everything. So maybe that was a turnoff for, for a point for her. You know, maybe the Batwoman wasn't really being portrayed accurately. Maybe they had to dial everything back and made it seem a little too lighthearted. I don't know. I mean, and now we're in the 2020 era where every producer and director feels like they got to put their hands on the actor and try to be all slimy with them. And they're like, bro, Back up, man. I'm going to go to social media and I'm going to blast you for being some just slimy scumball. Just want to put their hands on everybody, bro. At this point, like, just go out there, do your show, and go home. Where'd this come from? I mean, that's what's been going on. I mean, have you not been keeping up? Like, this is a thing now. Sheesh. Well, um, I don't think think that was the case this time. um, I don't put it past it, but. Uh, guys, we've got just a few more minutes. Is there anything else that you want to bring up before we uh, close out the episode? Well, I'll be going back to work in the next month or so. Uh, yeah. The thing, the universe is trying to open back up in June the 5th, is from what they said. And I haven't got a call yet, so I'm still waiting on them to say, hey, because it's supposed to have some training going on. I'm just looking, to, looking forward to see how all this is going to work out, 25% opening and this is the summertime, so you feel like everybody will come out to the theme parks and they're possibly only going to let annual holders get in just to see how this works out. Good Lord. Well, yeah, they said annual holders um, uh, two days and then day, uh, June 5th was just the whole entire public. But I think that the majority of people that Universal will be getting and Disney or whoever opens up their theme park, is it's going to be more local people. We're not going to get anybody really from out of town or from other countries at the moment. Um, uh, oh, so everything is going to be local. Not like that lady at the Disney Springs where she was barbecue on a table. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, I saw that. So hopefully... So business, um, so business won't be booming. Well, I know. I mean, it, it'll, I mean, there'll, there'll well, be people out there. Be it's there. just, it, yeah. you're, not, you're not going to be expecting a lot of travelers people, from other yeah. countries. Um, it's going to be a lot of local and probably from, from in the States. And people are going to be more cautious because how are they going to do crowd control? I just, or I want to like know that? what are they going to do with with being sanitary in rides, specifically yeah. the ride vehicles that everybody goes, sits down on, puts harnesses on or lap bars, and you touch yeah. everything. Are they going to clean every vehicle after everybody gets off, which means longer lines, longer waits. You're already going to have a long line because you're going to keep people. Well, no, they said they're going to do virtual queue. So yeah. you're going to go to the ride, and I'm assuming you're going to have to use their application and um, set yourself up in a, in a virtual queue line, and then you get called back to the attraction on when it's time to go, and then they'll, I'm um, sure, keep distance. I mean, ways. you're still going to be like in it, but – if everybody had the same time to come back, you're still going to be in the line. So if you put a time for 8.15, everybody put a time for 8.15, we all got to show back up at 8.15. Right, but, but I'm sure they could regulate that a little bit more because you can't have as many as you used to now. So they're going to have to be like, well, we can only do certain number at certain slots so that not everybody could be here it at 8.15. It may not be that bad, though, with, the, with less people. But hopefully you can tell us Yes, man. 
We're gonna need the full. So I got it. So I gotta be the reporter now. I gotta go and report. Yeah. Get the. I gotta get the scoop literally and come. Yes. And you won't. If you do get it, then we'll know. You can let us know how comfortable <laughs> and how safe we can be visiting Universal Orlando Resort. So, or is it Universal <sighs> Studios Orlando Resort now? They yes, it's all the time. Universal Studios uh, Orlando Resort. give us the crazy news. Yes. Uh, the inside to to say whether to, whether to come or not come. Is that what it is? Like, to don't be come or not to be. <laughs> It's going to be like a zombie apocalypse breakout. (laughs) I I just think that it's going to be a big deal with the sanitary thing because in theme parks, people touch everything. You're taking pictures and there's just a lot of touchy, touchy stuff. So I don't know. Well, I mean, before they, before this got serious, they already had hands before this, this got serious. They already had hand sanitizers established. So they were trying to do their best to avoid them having to shut down by putting all these hand sanitizers there. But you know, mm. it's still, it's still in the end. It was gonna happen. You know, right. So we'll see, man. All right, we'll guys. See. Well, um, I guess that wraps it up for our show this week. Um, we want to thank you again for watching and listening, wherever you are, wherever you may be. Make sure that you follow us on all social media platform. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Um, uh, wherever you're listening to us, if that's Spotify, iTunes, give us a review iHeartRadio, Google Play. Uh, Subscribe to the show, and that way you know when our next episode drops. And again, thank you again. Thank you, guys. What about I look so Jesus. I'm Ed. got Tom, Matt, Nate. We're out of here. Later. Adios. Deuces.